Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to the Journey Church Podcast. It's Matt here, and at the end of this episode, I'd love for you to take a moment to subscribe to our YouTube channel and download our free Journey app where you can access all of our recent message content. And actually, the app's the easiest way to share all this content with a friend and to keep up with everything going on around here at Journey. Just search Journey Calway in your app store. Now, most importantly, I hope this message inspires you to take your next step in following Jesus. Hey, welcome to Journey. Well, sort of. We're doing this online because the boat show's in the CFSB Center this week, so we are not there for church. But you're going to hear from David Rose in just a minute, an interview I did with him that is absolutely phenomenal. You're going to love it. We'll be back at the CFSB Center next week. I'm starting a brand new series called How Not to Be Your Own Worst Enemy. We have all done it, haven't we? We've made decisions that we look back and gone, what was I thinking and why did I do that? Well, I'm going to show you three things you can pay attention to this year to keep you from making some of those decisions. It's something we're all going to need. But today we're wrapping up this series more than ever, and I'm going to sit down and interview David Rose. David serves on our guest services team. He and his family have been part of our church for about four years, and his story is going to inspire you in some extraordinary ways, not just with what God has done in him, but with what God is doing through him and through his family. So hope you enjoy this interview. Hey, so I'm here with David Rose. David and his family have been coming to Journey for about four years now, and you guys may recognize him because he serves on guest services and does an incredible job making people feel welcome when they show up on Sunday. So, David, thanks for doing this with us, man. Absolutely, Appreciate man. it. Why don't you start by telling everybody just a little bit about your family? you got a pretty amazing family. Well, my wife, Mindy Rose, son, stepson, but he might as well be my son, Jackson Ames, and i got a daughter, uh... Aslan. Jackson's 11, Aslan's 6. Uh, like Matt said, we've been, we've been coming there about four years, and uh, I guess in the last couple years is when we've, you know, started doing the, I'm in guest services. My wife does 252. Yep. Uh, She's with all the elementary kids. Correct, correct, and uh, she loves that. I love to, I do mine every other week. She does hers uh, every week, but been talking to Jared about doing some kind of parking lot. Oh, fun. Thing. So they some, may see you out there soon. Some new, yeah. yeah, right, some leading the team, doing something new in the parking lot for everybody oh, coming in. But uh, they, uh, yeah, I've got a cool family, man. We started coming about four years ago because of Corey and Chelsea Gilbert, who, okay. also, who also attend the church. And they invited you. They invited me, man. And it was, I was, I mean, that's all it took. My Chelsea works with uh, Mindy, my wife, at the Callaway County Middle School. Okay. And uh, me and Corey have become buddies over the years because they were friends and worked together. But yeah, it was it was that simple. They just asked, we came, and then we're still here four years later. So, so I want to dig into that in just a minute, but first let's, let's go back. Let's go all the way back to where you grew up, what your church experiences were like as a kid. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, from... Probably my daughter's age, which she's six, so somewhere in her six, seven, eight. Okay. When I was a kid, I went to a Methodist church in Fulton, Kentucky, uh, and I did that up until it was more of a friends went. You had a youth group. You did, it, you know, just same old typical being a kid going to church. And yep. I kind of did it. My mom went off and on every once in a while, or I went with friends. Like I said, I mean, there was plenty of friends I had that went. I wanted to go. I wanted to just. Basically, hang up friends. Yep. And uh, so I did that up until maybe it was right before I was a freshman in high school, and uh, I went from the Methodist church 
Um, went from there to a Southern Baptist church, which is literally across the street. Still, still friends. Fulton's <laughs> not very no, big. Right? No, it's yeah. not. I mean, literally, across, you just yeah. walk across the street, parking lot to parking lot, and you're from the Methodist to the Baptist anyway. So we got over there, did that, <clears throat> I don't know, probably, well, basically through through high school. My senior year was when all the struggles started. And I mean, if you want to call them struggles, there was just things. I was being torn between this set of friends, this set of friends. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything terrible, but there was just stuff in that uh, in that church that I felt like I needed to. I just felt like I needed to get away from it. And what ended up essentially ended up happening is I got away from it and got away from it altogether. You just like, walked away. I walked. Period. Just walked away from church, and that was just kind of my life for. Well, I mean, I went in and out of churches through the years, but it was few, far, and in between. And I mean, really, till I started coming here, I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't going consistently at all from the time I was probably nineteen, twenty. Well, maybe twenty-one. I don't know. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere yep. in that range. I was in my early twenties when I completely, like, completely walked away from it. Okay. And it took from then until about four years ago. I'm thirty-nine, so. About thirty-five. So I mean, you're looking at a ten-year, ten, eleven-year window, easy. Yeah. That I didn't have anything to do with it. So. So, you get invited by Corey and Chelsea, you and Mindy do to come. Right. You're living where at that time? <laughs> uh, little no, in, in the middle of nowhere. It's called Dukedom, Tennessee. <laughs> okay. I grew up on the state line. Yeah. When me and Mindy bought a house, it just happened to be on the Tennessee side. I mean, I could stand at the end of my driveway and see Kentucky, but. Uh, it's it's about from from our house to here. Well, just say the church. From our house to the church, probably thirty. It was about thirty-five to forty minutes, give or take. Okay, so That's, so they invite you to come. It's not exactly convenient. No, You're, not at all. This isn't no. this isn't running down the street at Fulton anymore, no, right? No, absolutely not. So no. so what what were your thoughts? Uh, what was the conversation like you and Mindy had, and what convinced you? to walk in for the first time? Because I'm guessing, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I'm guessing you were a little hesitant about doing that after you'd been out so long. Well, yeah, not really hesitant. It was, really, it was more the, you know, thinking about the kids, okay. Jack, especially Jackson, and knowing we, knowing we needed to get somewhere. And man, Mindy grew up Catholic, Okay, number one. So she grew up Catholic. I grew up what ever you want to call Methodist <laughs> Southern Baptist mix of, right. of whatever, you know, sure. and so, and we had talked about it, but there was just nowhere. And we had gone to a, trying to think a girl that I went to high school with, there was an Episcopalian church, uh, there in Fulton. So that was kind of, like I said, man, it, we, and I, at this point in life, it, it didn't matter the religion. I mean, I, I was so beyond, you know, yep. what what you were, Episcopalian, bad, it, that, none of that mattered. I could care less. And, uh, but she was, you know, like I said, she grew up Catholic. So, Episcopalian, I mean, that's, I mean, that's about as close, real close. In, in that world, yeah. that's about as close as yeah. you're going to get. So, we go do that for, like I said, we did that a few different times, off and on. And uh, it was one of those deals where, you know, a couple of the kids, you know, 
our kids had been around. You know, it was easy. Yeah. But you're looking for somewhere to, to get the kids back into church. Well, right, and we're looking. And with me and my wife knew, with me it was it was going to be a struggle. Like, I mean, to, it was, to get you, yes, to get I you mean, somewhere that you it, wanted to go to, right? Right. It's like, yeah. and that's 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 the way to say that where I wanted to go. Yeah. Like it wasn't that I wasn't going to try to get up and go if they wanted to go do to church. I was going to do it right. Right. I would have gotten up and gone. Yeah. Anytime. It's just. I just I still wasn't there, so they ask, and it's the same, same old story. Well, yeah, sure, you know we'll go. About and it's, <laughs> this is funny, but that's about the time the click list at the grocery stores and stuff started here in Murray. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. so so we're thinking, okay, and but before really kind of before that we come the first time. I don't remember what you were talking about, but for whatever reason, it stuck. And I told her, I said, I can go there, I can go there every Sunday. Hmm. And that's kind of how it, there wasn't a lot of thought put into it, yep. but for whatever reason, it's, I told her, I, yeah, we can, we can come here every, we can come here every Sunday. It was the atmosphere, man. It was, it's just different. I don't, no way to describe it, but tell somebody, you know, you got to get somebody there. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. Like you can't, can't describe it to people. Because everybody's got church in their head. Yeah. It doesn't feel like church to me, like the way I grew up church. That's, so it, it just felt, it felt different to you in a really good way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys came, you're driving 30, 35 minutes. Right. You you did that for a while. Yeah. You're living in Murray now, but you did that for a while before you ever moved Yeah, we here. did it for, we did it for around two years off and on. It's you crazy. Know? Yeah, there was things that come up. Yeah, we would miss. Sure, it was easy sure. to miss. It was easy to, I would have missed, I guess in my mind, I always thought I wanted to be there. I probably would have missed more if I was going to a church down the street hmm. for whatever reason I didn't want to miss. And then again, like I said, it, it turned into, we wanted to be there anyway. And then the click, there's nothing. You can in, get your groceries. There's nothing in Dugan. So it became <laughs> right. a, it became a, just a weekend thing. It yeah. was, uh, you know, Mindy orders the groceries. We're going to get up and we're going to go to church. We're going to leave church. We're going to go get all the groceries. We're going to drive home. I mean, and it was just, it started becoming a, just a normal routine thing. And so, I mean, so tell me this, you're four years into this now with your family, right? Where it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a regular part of your family's life now. Correct. It's, it's just part of your routine, what you guys do and who you are at this point. As you look back before you were investing time in your faith as a family, in terms of doing it this way and now how do you feel like god has made a difference in your family what are some of the things you've seen with you or with kids or mindy whoever well i i think it this kind of just a shot but er, everything all around is better man I, I always all through the years i had my relationship with jesus I've driven a lot for years to work, and I had my in the shower, in the car, you know, yep. my relationship. But it's, even with the kids, you know, it's got them talking about Jesus. And you just, your normal, your normal reasons, I guess, that you grow up as a kid and you think about implementing God and Jesus and everything into your life, it's, it's made it better for the conversation, I mean, for the sake of just having the conversations, because we didn't have, we didn't have the conversations. Yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't a topic, so 
you do it on your own and you struggle as a parent is wanting knowing they need it knowing you want to talk about it but you don't know how so it's just made it it's just made it easy to, for it to be a topic in our mm -hmm. life period you, you know, brought it front and center in your family correct right? i mean it's it's there so it's not a you don't it became where you're not wondering how you want to talk about it now if you just want to talk about it you talk about it yeah. because it's i mean here it is you've I mean, had so, a shared experience as correct. a family every week that you then oh absolutely about. and jackson yeah. our boy he you know he's he's all he's he went to a church camp. He, he got saved at the church. Yeah. You know, I mean, baptized, baptized last the whole year, right? nine. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's just turned into a great thing. Watching my six year old come out of, you know, her class every morning or whenever and have something and talk about it. it's. I mean, it's pretty cool because I mean, it was it was gone for me. I mean, it, I just kind of figured, you know, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to have my relationship with Jesus and course get married have kids and then everything kind of comes full you know back yep. and, and you wonder okay now you're gonna have to implement into their life somehow but no i mean it worked out great man i mean i i wouldn't change i wouldn't change any of, of it at all i mean and what amazes me about it all you can trace it i mean there are a lot of things at play but you can trace it all the way back to Corey and chelsea yeah extending a simple invitation that right that was it that changed everything yeah now i know because we talked from time to time. I know that you have invited a lot of folks as well. Yeah. You've invited friends. You you brought some not too long ago with you for the first time. Uh, you told a lot of people about it. Just tell me real quick, why do you why do you turn around and invite your friends? Why are you talking to them about what's going on? What's what's motivating that for you? Well, I mean, I've got a lot of friends that, you know, they some of them went to church more than me through the years that I didn't, but I've a lot of my friends feel the same way I feel about it. So it's it, I, it's like I said earlier, you got to get them there because church is church to people sitting yeah. in a pew listening to a sermon. Yeah, yeah I mean, they you, can't envision another that, way, correct? Yeah. So even my mom, you know, the first time I brought, I can't remember, it was I don't know if it was a random Sunday or if it was Mother's Day or. Or what? But I talked, you know, I talked about church with her for a couple years, you know, and then she finally made it. And of course, she was there for Jackson's baptism. Yeah. And uh, but it's 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 just different, you know. I I'd like people to get there to know that, you know, you can have the relationship. It's not because most of my friends that I grew up with, like I said, it's a it's a pew, it's a sermon, yeah. it's a a beating on you the way I look I used to look at it some people say you know that's that's not but it was man yeah. it was they you were being harped on to be this way this I've never felt that at journey not one time so that's why I'll continually tell them hey you know some some even some of my friends we're 39 years old but we, I've still got good friends that we have relationships with and we'll come up here and go out to eat and even as adults, spend the night, kids spend the night, know yep. each other. You know, it's yep. like, man, let's get up and go. You know, if it's on a Saturday night, yep. hey, man, you know, especially if you hadn't been there, hey, we'll get up and go to church in the morning, you know, yep. like, and you can kind of almost not provoke, but, well, you're here, you might as well go check it out. If it's, only one, it. if it's only one time, because I'm telling you, that's all with me, knowing how many years I was just against church. That's all it took was that one time, like, oh my gosh, we're sitting like in stadium seating. I mean, what is this? You know, yeah. I mean, it's it. There's there's nothing. You come in, you got all these people greeting you. I, it's, I don't know. That's why like when they said something to me about being in guest services. Yep. I thought, which, I love talking to people anyway. So I thought, man, this would be cool just to see the people. And it's cool to watch somebody walk up, 
that's especially somebody like me if they really like to talk and then you start talking to them and then you realize in the middle of it like this is their first day you know mm -hmm. this is what i love about what you're doing you walked in and it felt different to you you felt welcomed comfortable accepted the first time you came yeah. and now you've turned around because you know how important that is so you've turned around you're part of guest services now you're helping create that experience for everybody who walks in the doors but especially we have you know this we have people for the first time every single sunday yeah you're creating that experience for them so thanks for what you're doing and we're just so excited to see what god's done and keeps doing in your life and in your family we love you guys and yeah we love y'all so, man i yeah i mean i guess it's easy to like somebody comes for the first time the way it's set up especially at the cfsb center yeah, we do our guest services thing, and, and, and you talk to people, and you try to feel them out, even if it's just in passing. Sure. But you can come in there, if you ain't been in church in years like me, you can you can almost hide. Yep. You can get away, you can get away from everybody and not even... As anonymous as you want to be. Correct. Yep. And I think that's what makes it... It's not only that, it's, it's, it's the way you give the message. That was what I told my wife in the very beginning. It's... it's it's, it's and whether it's you're the same age as me or you know I was used to being a kid you know younger and somebody was you know like your granddad or mm -hmm. somebody standing up there and it was beating on you like it was an adult I don't know if that has something to do with it or I'm just getting older or what but it's the way you present it the delivery like what well, that's what I say at work working people it's all about the delivery and you deliver I mean, it's just the way you deliver the message. It's it's different. You were Jared to one, for that matter. When y'all are up there and talking, it's like, to me, it's like having this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you're sitting there, and it's just like having a conversation, not being preached to. But, absolutely. Well, it's it's incredible every week to see how God uses all of us. Yeah. And then does something way bigger than us in the lives of people. Uh, but it so often starts with one simple invitation. So... Listen, thanks for the invitations you make. Thanks for serving and helping people feel comfortable. And uh, if you guys see David serving on guest services, shake his hand, introduce yourself. He'd love to meet you. He's never met a stranger. No, and, try uh, not to. That's right. And thank him for all that he does. I told you David's story was going to be inspiring. What God has done in and through him and through his family is pretty remarkable. And if you have been to Journey, you know what a great job he and all of our other guest services volunteers do at creating an environment that makes you feel welcome and comfortable. I feel like as a church this year in 2020, we have an unprecedented opportunity. I am more excited about what's in front of us than I've ever been before because God's opened some opportunities for us to make a huge impact in our community in ways we've never before had the privilege and the opportunity to do, which is why we need you now more than ever. If you're part of our church, I want to invite you to consider taking whatever your next step needs to be because we need you engaged and involved to be able to seize these opportunities, to be able to do what God's asking us to do, and to show our community that we're for them in some new and really, really important and personal ways. So invite, because one invitation really can change everything. That's what David teaches us. Uh, serve, because when you do what you can do, then God does show up and he does what only he can do, and he uses you in ways you didn't expect to impact people's lives. Connect, because spiritual growth, it, it happens in community. And so make a point to be connected with us at Journey and with the people who are there. Build some relationships and invite some people into your life. And then give, 
because consistent generosity really does change lives. So I would love to encourage you to take that next step, whatever it looks like for you. You'll be amazed at what God does in and through you this year if you'll just make yourself available. If you're not sure how to get started, you can go to our app. You can click on the connect button and there's information there. You can email me, matt at journeycalway.com. I'll get you the info you need to know. Or next Sunday, just stop by our next area. It's right by the suite. And we'll be happy to answer any questions you have. We'll help you get involved serving. We'll help you get connected. We'll do what we can to help you take your next step. Final thing I'll tell you is if you're part of our church and you want to give today, the easiest way to do that is just to click the Give button in our app or go to GiveJourney.com and you can give just like always. Thanks so much for your generosity because it makes it possible for us to show our community that we are for them and to inspire more people to follow Jesus. Hope you guys have a great week. We will see you next Sunday for part one of How Not to Be Your Own Worst Enemy. Hey, once again, thanks for listening. If you'd take a moment to rate and review this podcast, it would really be helpful. And if you live near our church, we would love for you to engage with us at one of our weekend gatherings. For directions, service times, and information about our phenomenal children and student environments, just visit us at journeycalway.com. That's journeycalway.com. Look forward to seeing you soon.